0: But some dead by daylight. I got the Stranger Things pack and I got the uh one of the other two new ones, so I've been playing that a lot. Okay. The uh Cowboy one? No. No. Oh. That one's not on sale yet. It's brand new. Oh man. I got the one that was new before that. I see. Oh cool. Very.
1: Yeah. Are you are you recording yet, by the way?
0: Of course. I'm a professional. All right,
1: All right sweet. Cuz as far as DLC goes, I played that new uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance DLC.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah, dude. It's uh it's not great. <laughs> kind of disappointing the story, the extra story they finally Wait, give us. You stupid. Were
0: you thinking it was going to be awesome?
1: I thought it was going to be amazing. Fan fucking t- the thing.
0: fantastic 4, man. I had high hopes. Ben Grimm. Was it fantastic at least?
1: Yeah. I mean I I tried out uh you have the Fantastic 4 and Doctor Doom as extra characters. Uh but and I only tried out the you thing. You
0: be Doctor Doom, you can play as him?
1: You can play as him, yeah. But I only uh, played season, as the thing.
0: He was the number one as a DLC character. Oh yeah. So this is his, his grand what? return. Why would you try out just the thing and not Doctor Doom at least someone who's like brutal as fuck and uh Beyond all powerful.
1: Whoa, whoa. You just described the thing. Brutal as fuck and beyond all powerful.
0: Yeah, Dr. No Man.
1: Doom. It was Clobber in time, alright?
0: Dude. I hope this mission was just <laughs> the Yancey Street hooligan gang of six year old little fucking kids are just picking on your house cat again. And the thing just like, oh, leave my cat alone. It's Clobber and Dom. I'm the worst character in the history of the fucking books. <laughs> I hope that's all that mission was.
1: Any guess how long it took between the first time you see the thing and the first time you hear it's clobbering time? Do you know how long it's, these two oh, events?
0: It's instantly. <laughs> like I'm guessing you oh, bust yeah. through a wall or into the room out of like shot, and you just hear it's clobbering time, and then the next scene is yep. Like, Fuck you, really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yeah,
1: dude. You got you, See, you, you see him I before can write you, for you the hear thing. it. Though. I
0: know how. To, I know how to capture his uh, surprise. Appearances.
1: No, wait, but you do have a visual of the thing before uh, you. he says his line, so you at least see him first.
0: Oh, I like my way better.
1: Yeah, just it's clobber in time than the wall of us. So. Kool-Aid man. Like Kool-Aid man <laughs> yeah. style, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. It was really short, too. It was pretty dumb. Bummer. Yeah, the thing. I was playing with my brother, too, and he was really excited for the thing.
0: What's so he Jake? he
1: was a big fan. He's a big fan of the thing. Fucking Jake. I'm like, so we're oh, going to put the it. thing I'm on so our team, right? <laughs> in Jake.
0: I'm so disappointed. Because
1: <laughs> you, you unlock all four of the Fantastic Four at the same time. And it's like, so we just need the thing, right? It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck yeah, the thing. He just likes all the big, dumb, muscle characters, though, like the Hulk and the thing, Luke Cage and um, whoever else is a big, dumb. Guy,
0: whoa, he, he loves all those Luke Cage and Bruce Banner are not dummies. Well, the Hulk is a dummy. Don't don't group them in with the fucking thing. How dare you? They're on the same level, same tier. Whoa, the thing ain't shit. He is not nearly on the same level as a Luke Cage or a Hulk. And
1: Thanos is also in there. He's a big
0: guy. So yeah, Anyways, you were you were doing a great disservice to all the uh, decent characters of Marvel.
1: What like Mister Fantastic?
0: No, like Luke the Invisible Cage, you know, Woman, Hulk, and Thanos like, by grouping them in with the fucking Thing. <laughs> yeah, it's already been explained to you in the Thing comic book series that the Thing is lesser than up to Colossus and below.
1: Oh yeah, Colossus could be in that too. It could have had that in there. Yeah,
0: he's dumb. Yeah, he's dumb as fuck. Yeah, I'll give you that one.
1: You don't like Colossus? I thought that was no, your favorite awesome. character. Okay, I love Colossus. good. But he's not yeah, okay. fucking He is boss. dumb. He's a dummy. He can barely speak English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah,
1: I'm starting to starting to feel it today, man. Getting bored. It's been
0: a long time. You can only play video games for so fucking long before they are boring and like annoying. Yep. And then I just go and Take another nap and wake up and try to play some video games again and just get annoyed and I can only read so much shit. Yeah. And my eyes start to hurt and I have to like play video games instead or whatever. Take around on mm-hmm. the phone. Like, dude, it's it's fucking mind knowing. I gotta go out to the grocery store the other day to re up on the diet dues. And oh, I was yeah. fucking thrilled. That was a highlight for me. I was like, yeah, I'm outside the house. This is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I also had to venture out yesterday, get some groceries, do some shit like that. Got some uh, got some Sam Adams from the store, so I'm drinking that right now. Haven't had Sam Adams in a long time. Good beer. I got the variety pack, but I kind of regret it because I only like the original one, That and the rest of them are just okay. So that sucks, but it's all right. Dude, like, and yeah, I went to the supermarket, and I was like the only one wearing the the mask. I was uh, walking around with that, dude. The supermarket was crowded, dude. It was it was like so incredibly stressful. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Just like don't be around me when the song comes on. That Jamie Josta thing.
0: What? I don't.
1: Jamie Josta says that uh, when he hears an awesome song that's really hard, he says, "Don't be around me when that song comes on." You know, because he's gonna mosh. But I feel the same way in the supermarket I'm during a pandemic.
0: Love me some deep cuts. Deep that's cuts. Off.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Dude, I fucking do love me some deep cuts and distance. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's what's going on. a uh, whole lot of nothing. Playing a lot of video games. There's been some like really cheap uh video games that came on sale on the Switch shop. So like oh. I bought some I bought some train game for uh one Ooh. cent.
0: Ooh. Yeah Wait, for a cent?
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's basically so nothing because you get you get uh gold points which is everything one, like
0: you have to pay in game for it?
1: No, it's just all there and you can play as like different trains from around the world. Like oh this is like the UK uh tr- style of train from the 1970s and this is like uh the shinkansen from Japan. All this shit, dude. It's pretty it's pretty good, but what you're doing is you're just like operating the tracks while the train goes and like picks up passengers and goes to the next station and you have to drop off so many passengers. And it's super fucking stressful. Got a few few levels in, but then kinda stopped. Because it was basically free. Hmm. Yeah. Alright, anyway. Speaking of trains, are you ready to get the trains on the track?
0: Yeah, dude. All aboard. All aboard. Welcome yeah. once again, everyone, to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I'm your host, Dave.
1: And I'm Donnie. This week, we are talking about Superman Smashes the Clan. We are talking about, what is it, Marvel and DC present the X Men meets the Titans or whatever. Now I forget what the Teen whole Titans. name was. Yeah. Teen Titans, That's yeah. A whole
0: bunch of bullshit. It's basically X Men and Teen Titans.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's all it was. That's all you need to know to find it on readcomiconline.to. Not that I use that, though. Uh, We're also talking about the series finale of Spider-Man, the animated series from the 90s. The episode is called Spider Wars, Part 1 and 2. And uh, we'll catch up on The Walking Dead. So there we go. That's what what we're going to do. So let's get started. Uh, What do you want to start with here?
0: Uh, I'll let you pick.
1: Okay, let's do Superman... (laughs) Smashes the clan, because that's on my the first page here. Uh what did you think about Superman smashing the clan?
0: So there are a lot of uh new slurs that I was unaware of for <laughs> well, your your people, your adoptive people.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh a lot of good slurs in here that you can learn. So there you go. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, like there there's a lot of lot of Chinese jokes in this. I, I thought it would be more about like I thought there'd be more black jokes, but uh Guess not. So, for some reason, Superman also doesn't have all of his powers yet, which
0: is also strange. Yeah, this is... So, I love the artwork throughout this book, first of all. Yeah, it was, it was fine. fucking amazing looking. Oh, you didn't like it?
1: It was fine. I didn't. Okay. I, it didn't wow me, but I, I didn't hate it.
0: I guess this was from 2019 or 2018, so mm-hmm. it's a brand new series. But, yeah, it's taken place back in 19... 19- Forty or 1920 or they flash back to 1920 when superman's a little boy and that's when he crashes into earth or whatever
1: yeah exactly It, it, it took place in the 40s this story
0: and so he has like his strength and his invulnerability but none of his other powers and he keeps getting haunted by these hologram versions of alien versions of his parents who are half bug people for some reason And they teach him how to learn how to fly and laser eyes. It's so weird. It was,
1: yeah, it was a weird choice to do it that way. It's like, we all know Superman could do all this shit. Like, they're like, oh, but everyone knows Superman just jumps high. He can't fly.
0: I love, I love to get around. Oh yeah, he does have his super speed, but to get around and not cause any uh, uh, car accidents. He jumps onto the electrical poles and just runs super quick across the wires to get from place to place. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs>
1: yeah, this this book was kind of strange with that kind of thing. I don't know why we needed like a Superman origin story again. It's like just just see like Superman stop some racist stuff and let's just have fun with that. I feel like I feel like you can have plenty of fun just by doing that. You don't need to do like an origin story. What the fuck? Like the first bad guy that we see in this book is uh called Adam Man, Avenger of the Master Race. Like, it's like villains like that. Let's do more let's do more fucking Adam Man. That's pretty interesting. I wanna see more of that guy.
0: Yeah, that guy didn't last very long, though. I mean, he tried to confront Superman, which you know is a mistake. Right. He immediately got defeated, so you're not gonna see much more of him.
1: Well, you could have someone take his place cuz it's like the company or well the clan I guess who's organizing all that. Uh you know, they could just give it to like make an army of them, you know?
0: Mm, I mean, you think you you think how cheap do you think it is to make that costume for that dude? Cuz basically all he is is he's just a shitty white dude who hits other religions and races. Yeah. Trapped inside of an Iron Man like the original Iron Man suit. Yeah, only like it the blocky, has a giant shitty one on the chest of it, as opposed to a pulse array. And <laughs> yeah, and that's that's basically it. But yeah, it's gonna cost a lot of money to make these costumes.
1: Well, I don't know. Why do you need a costume when you already have like perfect white porcelain skin? Just wear that.
0: He could have.
1: <laughs> I mean, if they're so proud of like the skin color, you don't need to cover it up. Then, so just just put on a hood or something. I don't know.
0: You didn't cover it up. He covered it up to battle Superman, but yeah,
1: I guess. But thought he has like Iron Man Kryptonite powers. Would be
0: able to fight Superman. Hmm. He wasn't covering himself because he was embarrassed of how perfect he thought he was.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he just feels self-conscious. He has body image problems. Yeah. Okay, so but Superman is a. Uh, there's another family in this dealing with the clan. Um in a Chinese American family. Or well, I think some of them are just the mother, Chinese too. Mother's which, straight up Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. She's like broken English and everything. The one racist guy gives him gives her a pie. And she's like, ooh, smell good. And he's like, well, that's because it's apples and not dogs. It's like, okay. Yeah. S- sick burn. Oh, man, Dr. <laughs> well, Jennings. Jesus. <laughs> There's a ton of like Chinese jokes like that that you could you could learn that from this book if you're if you're so inclined. Oh, I like how they—the racist guy thinks he dies, and what he says is like he wakes up and he thinks he—he he thinks he died, and he says "Ack!" There's Jews in heaven when he sees like a Jewish guy. I thought that was pretty funny. The "Ack" in there—you're
0: you're jumping way towards like the very end there.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Well, I mean, play the sports drop because you're missing like a giant, way super important chunk of what the story is all about. Okay, Fucking sports drop. Baseball.
1: That's right. There was a lot that's of baseball. That's what the story this. is
0: actually about. Fuck the whole like racist and the Superman shit. No one cares about that. Baseball happens. It's yeah, been that that's long true. Since I've seen sports. So this is we're gonna fucking go over all of this shit. All right, us a play by it.
1: play. All right, let's throw so, all the baseball.
0: So Chuck Riggs, the nephew of the Grand Scorpion of the Racial Racist Clan, he's the original starting pitcher on this. Like, it's like a shitty community like little league team for like teenagers but yet, yeah when he gets replaced by tommy lee as the starting pitcher of the team he says he got fired from the team which makes no sense because you're <laughs> you don't get paid to play baseball as like a, a teenage kid it's if pro anything, little league you probably have to pay to participate in this uh, event but for whatever reason they all keep saying he's fired jimmy Olson is somehow the team manager even though he's like In this book, he's supposed to be the same age as all these kids, but he's somehow the team manager. If you're playing, like, Parks and Rec or, like, youth league, like, baseball, you have to have a guardian who's at least 18 years of age be the manager of your team for, like, safety concern reasons. So I don't know how the fuck this is working, that Jimmy Olsen, who's, like, also a 12-year-old fucking kid in this book, is somehow the manager of the team and responsible for all these other... Underage children safety. That's kinda iffy. But uh here's my scouting report on Tommy Lee. Okay. So Tommy Lee is basically like ninety-five percent of today's like wannabe pitchers, where he's got like a lights out fucking killer velocity on his fastball, but he just has a lot of control and command issues with it. Like uh Chuck Riggs is unimpressed by him. He's like, Alright, fuck this. You're gonna face me in the batter's box. I'm the original starting pitcher before I get fired for being a racist asshole, but I'm also going to be the batter. I mean, I'm not saying all pitchers cannot hit. Some of them can rake. That's true. But, I mean, come on. If you're like a little league pitcher, you're specializing in pitching, you're not going to be able to hit for shit. So why the fuck is he thinking, like, ooh, if I strike out against this guy, that proves he's actually good. Fuck you, Chuck Riggs.
1: Well, so isn't that how it, you... use the to play. Isn't that how you would assess his pitching skill, though? Is that you have to bat against it so you know what it feels like, right? I think I see where his strategy is coming from. That's how I would do it. I'd be but like, all right, throw me the fucking out the ball. Actual
0: position players on your team—the guys who actually bat every game and should be good hitters—that's way more impressive than striking out you, who's a pitcher and shouldn't be hitting like for the most part ever. You got to be sure. You're sure by watching him strike out your star hitter your star offensive player that's infinitely more impressive than striking out you the shitty guy who's not going to hit even like above 100 bad average wise
1: all right i guess i guess you're the baseball manager expert here so all right i would hit i would hit against it i would hit against it i have an alternative management approach apparently
0: all right uh, continue (laughs) so so chucky Riggs, his bad stance is pure fucking garbage like what a fucking idiot He's on top of that plate. He is fucking hovering the fuck over the plate. Tommy Lee's like, "Hey, dude, I'm a fastball only pitcher. I have command issues. I'm telling you, back the fuck up off, because I don't want to bean you." They keep saying bean. I was always, I've always said it as beam, b e a m, beam ball. Wait, how did they? Do they s- how do they say bean, it? B e a n. Oh
1: shit, I missed that. Yeah, I thought it was beam too.
0: So that that kind of sounded weird to me to keep reading it that way, but I guess, I mean, all right, sure. Hmm. But yeah, he immediately, very first pitch he throws, he just drills Chuck right in the shoulder because he was so over the plate. But I mean, like, if that's, if that's the kind of hitter Chuck is, that's great for the OPS. That's going to get him on base every time if he's just getting drilled by the opposing team's pitchers. So, I mean, maybe he can't hit for shit, but if he's willing to stand in there and just take a HBP, Every at bat, that's great. That's gonna kill his. That's gonna give him lights out OPS. He's gonna get on base. It's an extra base runner. I mean, that's what you want. You want guys that'll get drilled. So I guess I guess he's not a totally awful player. Mm -mm. But then immediately, once all the uh, whole Uncle Matt racist clan shit starts popping off, yeah, he he breaks Tommy's pitching hand. So Tommy is immediately relegated to the IR. All Sable right, lists, you know, so he can't play anymore, so he has to coach Chuck and show him how to throw a fastball
1: so they can put their skills together then, and then yeah, become a super group here.
0: All yeah. right, all right, by their powers combined, they become the uh Captain America of baseball pitching. All we actually see in this is a, a fastball, and that's all they're working on. Like, if mm-hmm. they're supposed to be like the top line aces of these rotations. They need at least one decent breaking ball to get the batters off of that fastball. They can't have them all just keyed in into a heater only. They're going to get rocked if they do it that way. So we didn't see anyone developing any kind of a secondary pitch, which has me worried. That's where my concern is. Because they're coming up to the big championship game against Team Gotham. And I oh, mean, fuck. Those, hitters, those hitters are going to be locked in. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I wonder how good Team Gotham is, though. We got to do some scouting, I guess.
0: Yeah, we we just see them in a background, yeah. capacity capacity. This, so we'll check out the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Batman versus the Hitler, or yeah. racism, whatever the fuck book.
1: Exactly. All right, so we can do that. Well, okay, so there we go. Yeah, we do have a lot of sports talk here. So well, plenty yeah, of baseball for been, you.
0: It's been a long time since I've gotten to talk about sports. I was well, yeah, full on. <laughs> deep cut. life is
1: so empty yeah deep cut um all right so yeah and then uh what what was his name charlie or chuck right chuck chuck yeah, riggs. chuck Ch- you right riggs is a cool name fuck yeah it is that's pretty awesome
0: Feel racist
1: yeah sure um but yeah his uncle is the racist guy they're kidnapping tommy and shit and like throwing oh, him in a river and all that
0: I have one more more sort of note. So after Chuck gets fired from the pay-to-play team, he's sitting on the front porch and like Uncle Matt, when he first gets introduced, he picks up the jersey out of the trash can. He's like, hey, your mom paid a lot of money for this jersey. What's it doing in the trash can? He's like, I got fired from the team because of some new Chinese kid. Uncle Matt's like, or or wait, before he says some new Chinese kid, Uncle Matt is like, let me guess. And he gives three examples of a name And the first one is some kind of, like, Polish last name. The second one is some kind of stereotypical Irish last name. Yeah, O'Malley. And then the last one, he's like, or some kind of Stein or some kind of Berg. And he gives some kind of, like, stereotypical (laughs) Jewish last name. Like...
1: He just hates everyone. Isn't any any different.
0: But, like, if Uncle Matt was... If this was at all, like, close to any kind of real baseball or whatever, I'm, I'm shocked he's not guessing, like, random, like... Latino last names because, yeah, Latinos are the greatest baseball players in the world, and they're like the most predominant, most predominant. Like, most players are of some kind of Latin American descent in Major League Baseball.
1: Well, what about in the 40s though? Were they allowed to do that in the 40s?
0: I don't know when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier, I don't know what year that was. So, I'm trying to that's what I was trying to like figure out. Wait, were there any black people on that
1: baseball team? I don't remember any black people on the baseball
0: team. So it had to be before that. Yeah. So maybe that's why.
1: Wouldn't Tommy Lee then be breaking the color barrier before?
0: Oh, shit. He's the Jackie Robinson of Superman comic book baseball?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think he's taking a big step for uh, race relations.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Wow. This is a way bigger political moment in time than I, I realized
1: fighting Nazis, playing baseball, <laughs> breaking the yeah. color barrier, yeah. Tommy Lee.
0: Not all heroes wear capes.
1: Yeah, that's true. And yeah, it's like it's like this book really barely has room for Superman, like, it really was not about that. It's an that.
0: afterthought. Like, it's all about baseball. Seriously, yeah.
1: Like, like, baseball is first and then, like, the clan stuff and then, like, an afterthought is like, oh, another origin story for Superman. <laughs> but yeah, then they, you know, they they kidnap Tommy and Superman's like helping Tommy's sister look for him, and all that stuff. And he's learning about his X-ray vision and everything. It's 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 really weird. At one point, they have all these racist guys, and one of the racist guys had a Lucille. I, did you catch that? Did you see that barbed wire wrapped baseball bat?
0: I didn't see a barbed wire one. I saw oh, the, there was there was a baseball bat, but awesome. nah,
1: dude, he had he had one wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> Pretty cool. And yeah, and then you know eventually Superman learns his power as he overtakes the clan while he defeats the the chuck's uncle obviously because he's superman and that's just like a racist guy yeah exactly
0: the grand scorpion oh yeah so why were they calling them the clan of fiery crosses cross spelled with a k of course as right like mortal (laughs) combat
1: yeah yeah i guess the ku klux clan also spells clan like mortal combat Pretty cool. Yeah, but
0: that's not my my question is why are they not called the Klu Klux Clan? Why are they called the Clan of Fiery Crosses?
1: Maybe it's a copyright issue. Is that, I don't know. <laughs> like oh, the, really? yeah, because you would say Grand Wizard, not Grand Scorpion.
0: Yeah, the Grand Scorpion is a cool sounding name. Why'd they waste it on like a racist group?
1: Yeah. I don't know why they would, you know, change the names of all those like race or KKK positions. But there you go, they did.
0: I like uh so. During one of those times where they do the backstory about like young Superboy, Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's the first time he gets the uh, heat vision, or the first time he ever realizes he has powers and stuff. Yeah, playing with this other kid, reading these comic books, and these two neighborhood bullies come over and they like piss off Superman so much that like his eyes start to glow red and he shoots out the lasers. And Mm -hmm. later on, that the the brothers' mom like stops by the camp farm, and she says. You levitationed up in the air. Yeah, that's weird. Off.
1: Hell yeah. Stop levitationing. I didn't have much else for this one. I, I, this one was a... Uh, I mean, do you have any other notes about this? Any other points yeah. you want to talk about? All right, let's hear yours.
0: First off, I like the Superman logo in this book. It's a yellow outline with a black background and the yeah. red S. That's one of the cooler looking variations of the Superman logo I've seen. I, I like that. That was cool of him.
1: I'd wear that on a shirt.
0: Heck yeah. Also, at the very end of this, when the uh, guys are trying to bomb the, like, whatever the fuck, the little kid, big brother program center, or whatever the fuck that place was, they Mm only sent two Klansmen to do that. And then Roberta's like, oh, what happened to all the other guys? Why wouldn't they all come to do this as well? And then she and Jimmy figure out that, like, oh shit, they're all at the Daily Planet. So they go to the Daily Planet, and when we see it, there is somehow the clan has managed to carve a gigantic fucking cross into the Daily yeah. Planet globe outside of the building. And then they've also lit that like carving on fire somehow. So it's a giant burning cross. But how the fuck did they manage to pull off that sort of an operation that would require months and months of fucking construction work to like pull off? How yeah, I thought it that was just strange. Magically
1: I don't feel like any of them are rich enough to have, like, a helicopter or something. But even if you had a helicopter, how close could you helicopter. really get maybe to that? Yeah. yeah, like a crane. Oh, maybe they do have a crane. That's a blue-collar job.
0: Yeah, but this is going to require months and months of construction work, and, like, magically they just pull it off within, like, a ten-minute, like, raid of the Daily Planet. I'm calling yeah, bullshit that on that. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, for how, sure. also they carved it into the globe. So how did they light that on fire?
1: I don't know. Pour gas on it, I guess.
0: Fuck this book. It's all.
1: <laughs> this is fucking clearly fake. bullshit.
0: It's clearly yeah. bullshit. Oh yeah. And then one more thing about the baseball here. I'm reading my notes. Chuck Riggs wears his like fake red Superman boots to play baseball. Oh yeah. <laughs> when they're at practice, which, all right, it's practice. So I guess that'll work. Although that dude's feet are gonna be so like blistered and just like destroyed from playing in boots, but yeah, that was if weird. It's a regulation game. There's not a fucking chance in the world that he's on the field in boots. No umpire is yeah. gonna allow that.
1: Yeah, the boots is weird. How do you even run in boots? Ooh, you can't. It's no, you hurt. cannot. Right.
0: Oh yeah. So another. Oh no, no, that's from the X Men book. Okay. Okay. Those were all my notes. Alright. Awesome book. I recommend it.
1: Baseball, if, if right? If you're
0: missing out on baseball or you love Superman as a background piece to your baseball <laughs> stories, this yeah. is the book for you, friends. Right. It's a home run.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's fine. I think I thought it was kind of a it is weird, but You know, they they do like all the KKK stuff, like burn crosses and stuff. They have all that kind of stuff. Um, And just like following this family, trying to fit in, trying to get over the racism in America, man. The fucking system problems. Then, uh, yeah, I I guess you can read this.
0: I like at the very end. Like, uh, the Grand Scorpion escapes from jail because the one cop is also a uh, Klansman or whatever. Mm-hmm. and so he goes to the higher up I forget what the guy's called the imperial mogul or something like that and that guy explains to him that the whole clan thing is just about making money it's a fucking yeah. business not about like the whole hatred of uh whitewashing like of not being white or whatever it is yeah that's like, pretty cool doing this solely to get like fucking idiots to join up and pay the fee and then buy their robes from us so we can make fucking bank like that part was funny
1: yeah I like that it's three issues, three long issues, but I guess, you know, have a try. Do you want to hear some reviews?
0: Sure. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck.
1: So there was uh, one review, and it was a really long review, but I'm just going to read a couple parts of it here. Uh, so it's a classic tale of Superman versus the KKK is given Not a fantastic refurbishing. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But, but this um, guy's
0: review immediately.
1: Yeah, and this is five stars, by the way. Um, but he calls this a classic tale of Superman versus the KKK.
0: That used to happen all the time, I guess.
1: I guess so, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so she says, I think it's a she.
0: Sometimes I have I to wonder... You assume there are gender. Well,
1: the picture looks like that, that's why. But yeah, okay, sure. Speaking of the KKK, huh?
0: Come on, Uncle Matt.
1: Yeah. All right, sometimes I have to wonder if multipart mega events in comics are more of a hindrance than a help because with so many titles having multiple major events and tie-ins it can sometimes wind up leading to smaller one-shot gems like this one getting overlooked case in point i stumbled upon this book in my local comic shop by complete accident and would have probably passed it by had it not been for me recognizing um and this name is fucked here uh, uh guri hiri guri, guri heroes the artist yeah. yeah art I style yeah know. i cannot pronounce guess this
0: pronouncing that one i know <laughs> yeah but i loved i love what they did think, in this book the art i like the artwork a lot they yeah it's not like you were super into it but
1: i wasn't but you know sure i guess this person agrees with you and i'm so glad my eyes were sharp that day because this turned out to be one of the best accidental finds ever And then it's just like paragraphs and paragraphs talking about it, um, and I don't want to read all of it. Yeah, we'll stop it there. So, this person liked it. Good comic book tie-in. There you go.
0: why do you ask me if I wanted to hear reviews if you only had a single review for me?
1: Okay, a review then.
0: You just teased multiple reviews, and that was all I got? You know, I had multiple screenshots because
1: it was such a long review, but I forgot it was just one. We'll hear more reviews later. Let's hope. Yeah. (laughs) Cook. all right so moving on then to speaking of i don't know different different oh racist yeah yeah
0: we read a book with wolverine
1: yeah exactly so x-men always have racist
0: you get a bigotry the x-men deal with bigotry all the time they even had to deal with it in this book from wally west
1: yeah, exactly. Oh, like cyborg, they said, M- "Yeah, yeah, cyborg. yeah." Sorry, cyborg called cyborg said that.
0: What a fucking piece of shit he is!
1: Yeah, he can say the n-word. Why does he got to say muties? Because he's a big. Just say the n-word. Yeah, seriously. It's like cyborg is okay. You could say you could say all the other slurs you want, but Jesus Christ, muties! Come on, man.
0: So he says it, and then Wally West also says it, and it's funny that Wally West says it because Wally West is a metahuman, which is just a DC mutie version of the mutants. Yeah weird
1: it is weird so what did you think of this book then did you enjoy this
0: i mean for like a 1980s something book it was decent enough they did a good enough job of like coming up with a story to tie both the teams together i liked that
1: okay i didn't really like it that much it was like one issue but it was long as fuck dude like people in 1982 must have been like really fucking stupid because like the narration is just literally describing what the picture is a lot of the time so I just completely stopped reading the narration because it was fucking driving me crazy it's like oh and then he like got up out of bed it's like yeah it's in the picture I see that so I didn't like that I think it's interesting that like in this book the Teen Titans and the X-Men just live in the same universe just and that's like a normal thing
0: yeah like this was written by uh, Chris Claremont Mm -hmm. who's a a legendary X-Men writer but I was kinda of surprised that they didn't have a DC writer also work on this one. Yeah. But yeah, it just it it, it is weird because they both just live in New York, apparently. And so like there's a couple times like Robin randomly like knows of the Avengers and name drops them yeah. at one point. And then Cyborg is already investigating the X-Men because he, he's he's thrown through the city and there's like a, a broken down building that from an earlier X-Men fight. He's like, oh, oh those X-Men always causing damage in this city. We got to keep an eye out for him.
1: Wonder why we never ran into him before. Yeah. <laughs> he said All that inc- too.
0: How convenient. Yeah. 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 It's oh, it the same part. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it is. Fuck.
1: The other thing that's interesting here is uh, Cyborg, Robin, and Starfire have like much, much, and uh, what's, who's the other one? Raven. They, they, they all have much, much sexier costumes than I'm used to. It's like, they did the not 80s, look like they yeah, were teens. Yeah, that Cyborg yeah.
0: costume with the short shorts?
1: Yeah, holy shit.
0: <laughs> like, I, I even made a note about Cyborg's costume. Like, he, he looks like any jock or bully character from, like, a 1980s movie. Like, I'm picturing, like, that blonde dude from the, uh, the Karate Kid, who was, like, the leader of the Cobra Kai. I'm picturing that dude's shorts. Like, that's basically what Cyborg's costume is in this Book,
1: yeah, I thought that was uh that was cool, showing off yeah, his muscles.
0: Yeah, you're a fan of short shorts.
1: Oh hell yeah, I love it. And Deathstroke had like bell bottom attachments to his costume, so that was also uh, an interesting choice.
0: I've never read much of like old school '80s Teen Titans and stuff, but oh God, it was weird seeing Beast Boy just referred to as Changeling. I didn't know that that was his nickname at some point in time. I've never known him as Beast Boy. And they keep only referring to Deathstroke as Terminator.
1: Yeah, that I I know I mean I
0: know his name is Deathstroke the Terminator, but I've never heard him called Terminator. They always say Deathstroke. Unless he's like introducing himself at the very beginning of an appearance as Deathstroke the Terminator. Like they never call him Terminator. So it was weird seeing him just only referred to as that throughout. When when was
1: the Terminator movie? Released, actually. This might have been before that. I can't remember what year that was.
0: Yeah, That was like late 80s, like 87-ish, maybe? It's
1: late 80s, okay. Then, oh, yeah, no. this was 1982, so... Yeah, Terminator, 1984, so this was before that movie, so maybe that's why. They could still get away with it back then.
0: I mean, they could still do it now if they wanted to. Yeah, I guess I could.
1: But everyone would just think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, though. You can't just drop that name now.
0: I mean, if you're showing Deathstroke as you're saying it, you can.
1: Yeah, I suppose you could. But we're we're still all thinking Arnold. Are you gonna
0: you, wait? You're gonna picture Arnold Schwarzenegger if, like, on the page, it's a giant, like, standing still, still frame photo of Deathstroke. Yes. And it just says in the background of the Terminator. You're not gonna yeah. picture Deathstroke? No. Oh.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Come on. This book has Metron with his Mobius chair. He like, he like has his gamer chair. He sits on to like travel through space and time. <laughs> and exactly um, what it is. it is, it really is. I, I'm jealous of that fucking gamer chair. I don't really understand what the point of that guy was. He just kind of showed up and he's like, yep, I'm going to teleport. And then they find his chair later. Then they like use it for a while. Then he's like, all right, see you guys. When he gets his chair back, what the fuck was this guy?
0: He's one of the new gods. I don't know if he's All right. part of Apocalypse or Gen- New Genesis. I don't read any of those things. All right. We, we talked about them a little bit when we were, did that bug, the forger. or Forger. Oh, right, yeah. Bug. Yeah, book. Bug. But yeah he's, he's one of those characters from that stuff.
1: Okay, so he's a classic. And then we have, a, we have Dark Side in this book as well, and he's bringing back the phoenix, Jean Grey. Or whatever, I don't know which one it is, but he's bringing her back so they can like get married and like work together to destroy the world or whatever the fuck. So he like revives her, and then it's like, oh my love, and they they are immediately like, oh yeah, you're my boyfriend now.
0: It's yeah, that's all insanely weird. So like yeah, <laughs> in order to resurrect her, somehow Dark Side like can find and pinpoint where like some of her, uh, what, I forget what the fuck they were calling it. But it's basically like she left some sort of like uh, a, like angel dust or like pixie dust somewhere everywhere mm-hmm. where like major events with the Phoenix took place in the X-Men universe. Like it somehow left some sort of resonating like residual radiation or fucking whatever the fuck. So they're just trying yeah. to collect all of that shit. And somehow like this machine that Darkseid makes, it turns all of that dust into like the Phoenix. And it resurrects her somehow, but, like, they already have Cyclops captured at the point when she comes back. And she just instantly is like, oh, yeah, Darkseid, you resurrected me, so I love you now. Even though she was married to Cyclops, like, right before dying and stuff. It was super weird. And it's even weirder because the as Dark Phoenix, like, she would never just, like, bow down and, like, be subservient to someone else. Yeah, like she's an all ultra powerful like god level creature. Like she's not gonna be like, oh yeah, Dark Side, I'll, I'll do all your bidding now just because. Yeah,
1: because you're the man. Well, yeah, you know, Dark Side though, he's defeated the exact same way he was defeated in that Superman the animated series we watched. By like, he's like, I'm gonna use my uh, um fucking Omega eye eyeball beams or whatever on you, and they just cover his eyes, and then it like, he's like, oh fuck, my eyes. He's really got to watch that, man. That's happened a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was slightly different just because Colossus is like metal, so maybe it, like, I know he put his hands over his eyes, but maybe it just instantly, like, reflected it back into his eyeballs.
1: I, I, at this point, I feel like I could just do it if I, I cover his eyes. Things, yeah, yeah it it just that's thing. what it seems like.
0: He, he ain't shit. Yeah, fuck.
1: Going back to Phoenix, Phoenix is like really suggestible in this too. They're just like, Hey Phoenix, uh, maybe you can go get your power from over there. And she's like, Oh yeah, you're right. I'm going to fucking do that. And, uh, that's how they like trick her. They just like tell her to do shit. And she's like, yeah, I will do that. Take that really shitty writing. And yeah, that's actually all the notes I had. I didn't have that many for this one. It was a fine, I guess. But what do you, what do you think? Anything else?
0: Yeah. When you were talking about the, uh, the sexy costumes of the eighties you mentioned Raven like she had a very like I know she's named after a bird character yeah but I've never really realized that her costume back in the 80s was so bird-like in appearance like (laughs) she keeps wearing a cape sort of similar to like a cloak and she I've never seen her do powers where like she'll take people into the cloak and then just like disappear them or teleport them or move them but she was doing that and this, mm-hmm. that was all weird to see i I always thought she was just kind of like using magic and like her empath powers on people, but yeah, it was weird to see her doing like cloak shit yeah but i do like I do like that her costume in this one was basically just that of a bird character
1: pretty cool birds Super cool. yeah, man, yeah.
0: my very first note here. When it opens up on the X-Men, they're in the Danger Room training. It's uh, Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Wolverine. And Wolverine keeps saying that they're gonna do a Alley's Oop. Spelled A-L-L-E-Z-O-O-P. Here's some more sports Mm -hmm. talk for us. That is not a fucking thing that exists. It's an Alley Oop. Spelled A-L-L-E-Y-O-O-P. I have no idea what the fucking Alley's Oop is. Yeah. That I saw that too. Weird. That was
1: a weird thing to say. Yeah, maybe you could like do a pun, like an ally oop, and then like throw your buddy or something. But yeah, yeah but that, that, that doesn't make sense
0: with a Y, not a Z. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. I don't know why they they would say that.
0: It's stupid fucking Wolverine, you dumb clueless asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah, Wolverine being cool.
0: They also make. Imagine when they uh, they all talk about a sitting room as opposed to like a living room. In the X-Mansion? Oh, yeah. It's a weird thing to hear. Sitting rooms need to make a comeback.
1: Yeah. Sit around in the room.
0: Uh Yeah, so I, I mentioned that I liked how they kind of tied it all in. We didn't talk about this at all, but... Yeah. They did that by uh, having Starfire say... Like, uh, Raven sees the Phoenix in a, a nightmare that she's having, and she yeah. describes it to Starfire, and Starfire is the key to, like, tying everything into the two universes together. Because when Starfire is being transported through space, um, when she first gets sold into slavery, like, the people that captured her, they get a, a, a like, what do you call a, a call for help on a radio? They distress of, signal? Distress call, yeah. Well, yeah. They get one of those, and it's from Lalandra of the Shi'ar Empire from X-Men. She's like, oh, we need help, we, we've got the Dark, we've got the Phoenix... He's just wiped out a fucking planet. We need help or the entire universe is going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. I really like that that's the tie-in is that Starfire was aboard one of these ships that tried to stop the Phoenix originally when she was first being um, hunted by the Shi'ar. I was, mm-hmm. I really thought that was a good way to do it, to tie them all within each other.
1: Yeah, sure. You know, space is big. Uh, that's fine. That being said, though, you know, they were already tied together because they are just both living in New York. Yeah, the space thing, though, is understandable.
0: Uh, One more note here. Sure. Um, When the Dark Phoenix gets resurrected, Jean just appears and she just immediately refers to herself as Dark Phoenix instead of as just Phoenix or Jean. Yeah. Like, I didn't think... I thought Dark Phoenix was just the nickname that everyone else gave her and that she wasn't aware they all called her. (laughs) So that was weird that she was just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm that one now. Hmm. as opposed to I'm the Phoenix bow down and uh very last note here so at the very end of this book Cyclops gets captured or he doesn't get captured but like Raven and Charlie X are kind of doing this like joint power on the Phoenix's psyche as well as her emotions and they make her remember like her love of Cyclops and so the phoenix bird grabs Cyclops and they kind of fly off to into space with each other. Yeah. So that kind of implies to me that at some point in time during 1982 Cyclops kind of, he didn't possess the power of the phoenix but he was at least in contact with the phoenix power. So yeah. So for Avengers vs. X-Men which took place in like 2015-ish or something ballparking it. Okay. So they, they're claiming in that that Cyclops has never had the Phoenix power before, but this book would make me think that that's bullshit now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because like, because they're they're telling Gene Gray, Gene Gray needs like a physical body similar to like that Megatron from uh, last week's yeah uh, Ghostbuster book, and she possesses Cyclops briefly. So that would make me that would imply that Cyclops is the Phoenix at that point in time, right?
1: I I can't imagine that this is canon right
0: sure they're always like talking about hey how's our buddy robin i I sure do miss him (laughs) all the time in like the x-men books i thought
1: i wonder if he's violently murdering people right now
0: no i don't think they know about the the replacement robins
1: that's a secret they're
0: they're still assuming it's dick grayson
1: Uh, okay all right yeah then yeah that's bullshit though then with the uh avengers versus x-men cyclops should be the phoenix
0: and then, possible title that we got here from your boy Wolverine mm-hmm. Saving the Universe is Thirsty Work.
1: Ooh, I like it. I'm going to write that down. It is thirsty.
0: Yeah, it is. Don't be such a sorehead. Yeah. That's the other possible title. Yeah, we could
1: do that. So, uh, would you recommend the book then?
0: Yeah, it was decent.
1: Okay. I think I wouldn't. If you like old comic books, then do it, but I, I, it's not for me. All right, you want to hear some other reviews, plural, this
0: time? Oh, more than yeah. one? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, then.
1: All right. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. The first one is four stars, fun read and great art. I have literally the same issues boxed up, fun read and great art. Too bad the pages are a little degraded. When the comic first came out, it was one of the first to do prestige formatting. Happy with my purchase. All right, so I guess his pages, to me, that sounds like they're uh, stuck together. So he's been really using this book, even though it's sealed for some reason. Or boxed well, up, rather. I'm thinking. I'm thinking oh, no, not sealed. Stuck
0: together are the old ones that he's talking about, because he said he had them boxed up.
1: I mean, those costumes are sexy, so that would make
0: sense. Those cyborg thighs, man. Oh, yeah.
1: This one is three stars and it's called decent comic this has a decent storyline it's nothing overly great but not bad either it was a little hard for me to follow so i guess i don't know why he thinks it's not bad he can't even follow the storyline but he says it's because i don't know much about dc
0: He just explained you why he said it was yeah a little hard to follow well
1: i mean how hard could it be though
0: anyway if you don't know anything about any of the teen titan characters it'd be a little tricky You'd have no idea who any of them are, really. Yeah, you could guess. They don't, they don't take much time in this, it's to, like sexy paint black back guy, story or give you an idea.
1: Yeah, alien girl, some depressed girl. Yeah, you know, you get it, you get it. And how some things were accomplished was never explained. Can't go into details without giving away spoilers. The real treat is seeing my two favorite groups from Marvel and DC meeting in a rare crossover. So wait, hold on. Now he's going back on what he said. He said he doesn't know anything about DC, but this is his favorite group from DC. So what the fuck?
0: You can have a favorite DC team without being that well read in DC's comic books.
1: He likes Robin, probably. And then Robin then he finishes Robin up.
0: Robin really wasn't used that much in this. It was all about Raven, Raven and Starfire and Cyborg's racism.
1: Right. It's fucking meaties. Uh, Changeling trying to he was changing into some, into some shit.
0: Uh, uh, he yeah he, he kitty pride and him were like getting ready to bang yeah and she was like hey turn into my dragon pet lockheed and Cyclops, oh. colossus got hella jealous about all that shit
1: yeah dude he may so as well have just he, cucked then, colossus then so right out with
0: him so he was all right <laughs> with it then yeah but yeah we got Lapt a up giant green changeling lockheed
1: sweet alright this guy finishes up though if you like the X-Men or Teen Titans buy it if you're not a fan of either or both I'd pass so that makes sense
0: (laughs) so if I'm not a fan of either
1: or both checks out anyway so that's what that is I'm ready to move on to our next segment fuck these comic book shows uh so we watched the series finale of, of spider-man
0: Wolverine. oh wait no he wasn't in this one Speaking yeah he wasn't Dr. in that Doom, one he was in this one
1: okay yeah he had a little bit of a cameo yeah spider-man the animated series the uh last two episodes spider wars part one and two all right what'd you think of this It was solid i also enjoyed it the show i watched the fuck out of the show when i was younger so i really like this one the theme song is fucking badass fucking shredding that guitar and that theme song dude they had j jonah jameson and green goblin also make appearances i think both of their voice actors are really good too um it's what you want it's pretty close to jk simmons and willem defoe so uh, close enough
0: yeah they have the green goblin and the hobgoblin and it first opens up with them at the daily bugle they're taking a jay jonah jameson they capture him and they fly him up to the roof and then spider-man shows up to stop him and uh jonah cries out not my life's work as the building like collapses (laughs) yeah like i don't know how he doesn't understand that the daily bugle newspaper is not out of business simply because the physical building where it is located has been destroyed
1: yeah You'd, you didn't build that building. He's not an architect. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. you
0: had no part in building it. That wasn't your life's work, you understand, right? You get that, don't you?
1: He most certainly does not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we had, like, uh, Spider Carnage. Holy fuck, dude. That's fucking nuts right there. Spider, spider carnage. carnage was
0: whiny as fuck.
1: Dude, yeah, I, seriously. I, I, hated,
0: I hated the voice they gave to him.
1: Yeah, though, I don't know why they just made it have like an annoying pitch to it or something it it was really bad but i mean i like the idea of spider carnage a lot so that's cool like an alternate reality spider-man with carnage going crazy because of clones it's like who cares if you think you're a clone that'd be cool it's like yeah dude i'm a clone yeah
0: wait no he wasn't the clone ben rally the scarlet spider was the clone of him well but the uh, there was some he, confusion, uh, confusion the, with uh, that. Mary Jane that he fell in love with was a clone of Mary Jane, and she evaporated.
1: That's the original Spider-Man, I think. I think that was another episode that I remember happening, because that was the Spider-Man Prime was talking about a flashback from a previous episode of the show where in his universe, they cloned Mary Jane, but in that universe, they cloned Peter Parker. Ooh. And Whoa. it's unclear which which is the clone, actually, the yeah. Ben Riley or Spider Carnage. Do we, we don't really know which one was the clone, but it was probably Spider Carnage.
0: I do remember that, like Mary Jane Watson got teleported to another reality. I oh yeah, that she like evaporated is how they animated it. That part I didn't recall.
1: Yeah, it was a weird choice, and they had a flashback yeah, but, of I'm, it.
0: But we do get Ben Riley in this one. That's cool. The spider, right? Oh hell yeah! As a as a huge Spider-Man fan, are you? Were you a Ben Riley fan? I mean, I was aware of of him. Spider-Man story was that he was no,
1: no. Okay, but I I was aware of who he was. I think I had the toy probably. I also had the toy of that uh the billionaire Spider-Man with the spider armor.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The
1: gray and black one. Yeah, that was cool. I always
0: remember the costume of the uh, one. It's like. It's blue and red Spider Man.
1: Blue and red—that's the original Spider Man.
0: No, uh, but it's one of the—it's one of the other like six Spider Men that were in the group there. It's not a red and blue suit like real Spider Man. It's blue and red. It's I don't, sort of, like, I don't recall that of the normal Spider suit.
1: Wait a minute! I don't think that was in there, was it? Yeah. No, because they had the Doctor Octopus Spider Man, the Spider Man with Six Arms, who was changed into the man, man spider. spider. Fuck yeah. Just like it's dude. always sunny, dude.
0: Alright, so I don't remember man spider being. Oh, like I remember that. I had, tall, too. I had the toy.
1: I had the toy of that shit, dude. I don't
0: remember him growing that gigantic. Like he was a fucking powerhouse. He <laughs> yeah, was the greatest. Awesome. If they could have controlled him and had him work for them, mm-hmm. no problem. Because he was like more than kingpin size. He was like two kingpins.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of kingpin in this too, by the way, which is cool.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the kingpin voice sounding like that. I, that really, wasn't a great kingpin voice.
1: That—that's the one I remember though, just because I watched the show so much. Is like that's—that's that's the voice that sticks with me. Like all the voices in the show is pretty much the way I would picture them in comic books. To be honest,
0: I always picture Michael Clark Duncan kingpin. Ooh, yeah, that's a good kingpin too. Fuck yeah, smooth, smooth voice.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway, I I don't I don't remember this. I remember the Ben Riley Spider Man, Armored Spider Man, Doc what's Ock.
0: Armor, which one's Armored Spider Man? What was that? The, oh, the gray the gray and, and
1: gray and black. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, Spider, Actor, Spider Man, Spider Man Prime. That's six of them. I think that's all of them, right?
0: Actor Spider Man. What's his costume?
1: Just the same as regular Spider Man
0: maybe it's ben Riley's costume then i I think you're thinking of that one yeah what's scarlet spider look like
1: i i think probably he had the red sweater vest on or whatever yeah that's yeah yeah that yeah it's ben Riley. yeah
0: that's the one i always see yeah okay okay
1: okay. yeah that one makes sense they also have Madame webb which i forget what her whole deal is in this thing but she does have enormous hands
0: she's voiced by stan lee's wife oh, okay,
1: that's why Stan Lee was getting all, like, oh, yeah, the man, very And she keeps I,
0: talking up about how cute he is and shit.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'd like to fuck that Spider-Woman.
0: I, I haven't watched the show in forever, but I think the fourth yeah. season, it was, like, Madame Web and the Beyonder grab 616 Spider-Man and they teleport him because they're kind of like Watu. They're kind of like the Watchers. Yeah. Except they do keep interfering, so I guess they're not like the Watcher. But basically they bring 616 Parker to save the entire universe.
1: Yeah, it, it, I think I put that together, yeah. And all these Spider-Men, they overtake the uh, Green Goblin at one point, and I like how there's like four Spider-Men standing over the Green Goblin who's on the ground, and they just all web him at the same time. It's like a fucking bukaki <laughs> <Yeah>. of webs. <laughs>
0: It's like, holy it's fuck. Been cockied by like Spider Man. <laughs> that
1: was hilarious. They just all web him at the same time, just like pointing down. It's fucking great. That was my favorite part.
0: Yeah, I've had dreams like that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: So, I'm uh, the Green Goblin in that scenario.
1: Right. And then like Spider Carnage just wants to like blow up all the universes or whatever, just because, you know, bad guy in a kid's show. And um what they do to solve this problem is they go to another reality and bring Uncle Ben to talk to him and, and... we
0: get we get that super famous Uncle Ben Parker catchphrase oh yeah for one, for one last time. good or bad luck is nothing more than the right or wrong mix of opportunity, preparation and confidence classic <laughs> uncle ben
1: classic but i like how uncle ben is just like always supportive he's just like oh what are we trying to do with this guy and it's like, yeah, we're trying to make him do this. He's like, Oh yeah. Yeah, you never need to do this and everything. And then he goes to like you know, the <laughs> the spider carnage, like he's like, Yeah, you're right, and then he kills himself in the dimension portal or whatever to stop himself. And then he goes to the other Peter Parker and he's just like, You did a good job. You did the right thing. He's just like constantly supporting <laughs> everyone, he yeah, just can't stop.
0: All, all Peter Parker's.
1: He's like a robot that just has to fucking support. <laughs>
0: I like how whatever universe they pulled that Ben from, like he, it looks like he hasn't aged at all. He's like twenty years younger than he is when he eventually dies. <laughs> yeah. Like he is looking good. Yeah.
1: He's, he's got that's a good universe. You get you look yeah. younger when you get he's, older. I he's guess. living well
0: in that world.
1: Yeah.
0: You got some awesome cameos in a little brief second, they don't really do anything but they just appear. We get the Ray Stevenson Punisher, we get Iron Man, Captain America. Black Cat, and that's when Doctor Doom was also there.
1: Yeah. That oh yeah, cool. tons of like flashbacks and cameos and stuff. Um, I want to see what the Punisher was like in those because he didn't say anything. I want to. I, I got to hear his voice to the see which one Punisher. it was. All right.
0: We also got Gwen Stacy cameoed. She was from the uh, the rich Spider-Man's world. they were actually engaged there. She didn't die, so that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, good for him. And then. This 616 Parker shows up and he's in that world for 20 minutes and he completely ruins their engagement and her entire life by, like, hitting on uh, Mary Jane Watson in front of her. What an asshole. Nice. Peter Parker is <laughs> awful, awful human being.
1: I do like how he just instantly forgets that he's in another dimension and he's like, Mary Jane, I want to fuck. Let's do it. It's just like she's, I don't know you. It's like, like what? What do you mean once. you don't know me? You met
0: once before. Yeah. <laughs> you're engaged to this woman over here. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was that was funny. And actually, speaking of the Punisher, I was like looking for shit to watch, and there was like on Netflix, and I I watched the trailer for the Punisher, and it's funny, man. There's a line there. They're doing like all the trailer bullshit, and they're like, "You're only punishing yourself," and like shit like that. It's like all these corny lines. It's awesome. Classic. Who punishes the Punisher? So then, at the very end, they go to the actor Spider-Man's home world, which is our world. Holy fuck. Where Stan Lee created Spider-Man. And Stan Lee is hanging out, like an animated version of Stan Lee is hanging out with Spider-Man. And uh, swinging around and saying encouraging things. So that's pretty fucking cool.
0: Yeah, that was really nice to see. I, I really love that.
1: Yep. And he mentioned the Fantastic Four, so that's pretty cool too. The Thing.
0: It's because the Fantastic Four cartoon used to follow up that Spider-Man cartoon on Saturday mornings, I think.
1: Did it? I don't remember I the so. Fantastic Four one.
0: All right. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible considering it was Fantastic Four. Well,
1: the thing was in it. I would imagine it's that terrible. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So before that big battle with Kingpin and uh, Carnage Spider, all the Spider-Men are outside the building and they're all trying to like devise a plan to get in. And uh Doc Ock Spider-Man. He cut he does that classic move from any movie or TV show where you're breaking into a place, you cut the hole through the window, and then he pulls it out all gently. And then for whatever reason, he just uses his Doc Ock arms to grab the fucking door and just throw it off to the side. And like <laughs> 616 Parker is like, dude, we're trying to keep a low profile. What the fuck are you doing? And uh when they finally get up there. And face Kingpin and Carnage Spider. There's this other guy who's with them. Do you have any idea who that guy was? He's got like these weird, like hoof legs and a weird shoulder tentacle blasters. Like, who oh, is oh, um,
1: guy? that was a uh, oh fuck, it was like a uh, Smythe or something. What what is that? What is that guy's name? I don't know. It's it's somebody in the comics that we've seen before, um, who hangs out with the Kingpin. But in the animated series, for whatever reason, they he was mutated. I think he used to be in a wheelchair or something. Uh, he's the one who builds all the spider robots. I cannot remember his name. I think it was Smythe or Smigley or something. It, it was some sort of weird name like that. But but it's like the Kingpin's assistant. And then in the beginning of the series, he looked like a regular guy. And then at some point he had like some sort of mutation. And then he just stayed all weird looking like that for the rest of the series
0: hmm Yeah. I'm definitely going to go through, especially now that I have nothing but endless time on my hands. I gotta go through and rewatch the fuck out of this show. I'll be done with it by like tomorrow probably.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a good show. I I enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: it was awesome. Yeah,
1: I I liked it a lot. So there you have it. I mean, I'm not surprised that I'm recommending it. It was fucking great. Well, speaking of TV shows that I would recommend, are you ready to hear about The Walking Dead?
0: <laughs> Can't wait. The Walking Dead update.
1: Yeah, I think The Walking Dead is getting better. I I, I enjoy the show more now than like last season. Keep saying that. So we have one, the first episode, episode 13 of this season, 10. It's about following Michonne, who uh, I remembered where she went. She went with some dude on a boat to uh, go help him out. Now we're seeing what happened with that. She was like locked up in a cell by this guy because he went crazy. And uh then he drugs her and she's like tripping on drugs. And um cool. it shows like it shows um like a what if Michonne never saved Andrea uh and what would happen with her. And so it's like basically if she just let Andrea die, she would just like wander around uh alone for a while, then run in with Negan, and then she would end up being one of the ones who killed people when they first met negan so it's like her like hitting someone in the head and everything so it's like a weird like what if storyline that they had there which was kind of fun because she's like oh i'm a bad guy and everything it's like you know oh my guilt
0: she definitely still have her pets i bet
1: oh yeah she did yeah and she uh she got pets some more by the end of the episode she got some extra ones
0: cool wait so did andrea and the pets make an appearance
1: uh, Andrea did, yeah. There, there was a because because she was having all these flashbacks. You see, like a bunch of people show up who haven't been around in a while. Tyrese, I didn't see Tyrese though at all. But there are several That's other ones. Yeah, it is a bummer. So Michonne gets out of the room and everything that she was trapped in, and uh, frees some other people and blah blah blah. But she finds uh Rick's boots and Rick's like phone or something. They have a phone.
0: Rick has a cell phone. So. It's a cell
1: phone, but it's not, it doesn't work. It's just a cell phone with like pictures of them like drawn on it. And I don't really know why it's just like, says like Rick and then like some Japanese. And then it's like a picture of like Michonne and uh, Judith on it. I I don't really know what the fuck this phone is supposed to be, but it says Rick on it. And she found, she recognized his shoes.
0: Is it from her tripping sort of like, uh, what was the mom's name when she was tripping in the prison before she died? She kept hearing that phone ring. Oh. Or it was right after she died, uh, and, like the kept here in the phone ring with her on it. Yeah. yeah. Is it like that?
1: It wasn't like that, but just basically a uh memento, I guess, of just to remind you of your family or whatever. But how it ends is uh they're like, Oh, well, you gotta go find Rick. So she calls Judith on the fucking walkie-talkie. Judith is like, Yeah, gotta go find him. Go do it. So then Michonne's like, Okay, and she gets like two zombie pets and is walking around with them, runs into two people who are struggling to get back with their group so she helps them go back to their group and then at the end of the episode you just see them walking toward like uh what looks like an enormous army marching so i'm guessing that's where rick is uh so we'll see at some point hopefully
0: rick just left this season or was it last season there's no way they're already bringing him back right he
1: left um i think it was last season now i can't remember but yeah, I mean, they said he was going to come back for a movie or something. So I think that's what they're gearing toward. Okay, so that's what's going on there. Then the next episode, episode 14, we're back to the regular story with right after Alpha dies. So Carol puts Alpha's head on the pike, and then Beta finds it. Um, someone's like, oh shit, Alpha's dead, because he's with some other whispers. It's like, that means you're the Alpha. And he's like, oh, what? It's like, what What did Alpha say? And he like pushes his head to Alpha's head and has Alpha bite him on the ear. Um, basically killing him, then Beta just puts the head in a sack, and it's just like talking to the bloody sack and everything. And at some point, he goes into a room and he finds a note that says, uh, "What did I write it down here?" It says Wait like these. Uh-huh. Her
0: head is still active. Yeah. Which is not how? When well, because the, the brain—that's gonna fucking kill our brain.
1: I guess if you don't go deep enough. But I, I don't know. Her head was still active though. But yeah, at one point, Beta goes into a room to like rest or whatever and like process. And he finds it like a Resident Evil note. It's just like, these two eyes see one truth. And I thought that that was going to, it was like someone's suicide note, but I thought that was going to like lead him to discover like some kind of secret in the room. Um, Just for my Resident Evil playing. Whenever you see a note like that, you got to look around the room.
0: Did he find an herb?
1: (laughs) No, he didn't find any herbs. Oh, man. But uh, I the looking,
0: I, I'm assuming now that that's how he keeps healing in is the herb spray.
1: Funny enough, the uh, the guy who captured shown he was he he picked some herbs <laughs> to like make the drugs. So, Smart.
0: Yeah. You're yeah. Gonna need yeah good,
1: good thinking. Good thinking. Oh, and Beta is also like smashing guitars and shit instead of looking for secrets in that room, which was kind of fun to see just to process his anger. Sorry, hold on. Oh, R- Rosita's hurt and like Eugene is like caring for her so once again he's oh, getting Eugene. strung along <laughs> fucking hell and then after that, Daryl and Negan are hanging out a little bit Negan was like, no, I, I brought Alpha's head he was going to have Carol vouch for him when he came back because Carol let him out but Carol's like puts the head on the pike and Negan's there, she's like, alright see you later, I'm going to leave for a while he's like, well what the fuck once Daryl finds him, Daryl thinks like he's a bad guy still. But yeah, then the uh, these other Whisperers uh, basically capture Daryl and they're saying Negan's the Alpha. And Negan just uses that opportunity to kill the Whisperers and save him. So now, like, Negan and Daryl are sharing water and shit. Uh, well, they're oh, sharing the a boys. canteen, probably full of monster energy, like in that canteen. Or yeah, or piss bombs.
0: Oh, man. Wait, I hope at the end of that episode, like, something happens. And the two of them have to outrun like all the other whispers. And like at some point, Negan like trips and like hurts his ankle. And so Daryl has to carry him while awkwardly trying to keep his balance all the way oh, back. Oh, fuck. To, God, you know, I hope so. I so hope that, that happens in that the next be episode. The greatest fucking thing ever. Please. Holy Just like shit.
1: stumbling around like a cartoon fuck character. Yes. Yeah. God,
0: I want that to happen more than <laughs> Me anything. Me
1: but, uh, but the ending though was uh, Eugene, Ezekiel, and uh, the so British girl are riding around through. Philadelphia is what I've uh assumed this place is. Oh
0: shit, are we getting that yeah. awesome pink-haired girl?
1: Yeah, so she she turns up the uh, princess was her name, right?
0: Fuck yeah, man, she was cool.
1: All we see though is like she just handcuffs zombies to different like fixtures to make them look like they're doing different things or like normal things. Um and then they just like run in, she's like, "Oh my god, hi." And that was all we saw of her. So probably next time we'll have more. And awesome. uh then and then it ends with uh beta taking the alpha head and killing it, and then part of beta's mask ripped off, so what he did is he cut off alpha's skin to replace that bit that fell off on his face, so now he's like wearing Alpha's face. So we'll do some more Michael Myersing, I'm sure. Which will probably be more satisfying than Beta's end and the comics I'm imagining. They seem to be building up toward something cooler.
0: I like how one of the requirements to join the Whisperers is you have to be an excellent sewer.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you really gotta know your shit with sewing.
0: Yeah, because you're gonna be sewing human faces a lot as a part of that group.
1: Yeah, you gotta know all kinds of shit about that. That's what that is then. So um, the last two episodes are over these next two weeks, so next episode will be the last Walking Dead update for probably a while because of this whole, like, coronavirus situation i can't imagine they're filming right now i don't know how far no, along they were no, so stuff. no so who knows I, i'm hoping it's not the last season i think we need at least one more
0: i wouldn't think they're in production yet right now isn't it over summertime when they film their show i i
1: think it is yeah but uh, you know i'm just saying like it may, may not it may be delayed because of all this shit so so there you have it there's our walking dead update so anything else you want to talk about before we wrap things up here no what nothing new going on with you now just sitting at home all day
0: pretty much just yeah (laughs) napping playing video games you know right same old same old
1: yeah so let's let's go ahead and wrap things up then what do you want to read for next week
0: i'm picking a teenage mutant ninja turtles book it is teenage mutant ninja turtles universe volume issue 19
1: Oh shit, volume 19.
0: Issue 19.
1: Oh, issue, just issue.
0: I don't, I don't know. Oh, All right, well. I should have probably. Well. Some attention and seen how many pages were in this first. I'll just go numbers 19 through 23.
1: Okay. So we'll do that. And um, I want to read Second Coming, volume one that's that uh jesus living with superman thing so well superman stand-in
0: oh it's not actually superman
1: no it's not actually superman it's just somebody a superman type
0: oh okay so
1: unfortunately that'd be great if it was the actual superman
0: fuck yeah they could take out the clan together
1: oh hell yeah i guess with that then follow me on the internet at donnie Ohm.
0: Follow me on the internet at DSto the God. Follow us on the internet at giraffes HBT Pod. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. Go to soundcloud.com slash Daniel Burbank for music.
1: Alright, perfect. And with that, we will see you guys again in two weeks for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe, issues 19 to 23, and second coming volume one. See you in two weeks. So how's your tindering going, by the way?
0: It's not a temporary, uh,
1: <laughs> hiatus. Yeah. Alright, yeah.
0: Taking some time, you know.
1: Yep. Probably a good idea.
0: I see the, uh singer of rammstein got the coronavirus and he's no in intensive care or something from no
1: it? not the singer of rammstein
0: yeah man do host, do host
1: dude fuck do host, that sucks yeah everyone's getting it man a lot of people tired though tired of sitting around fuck yeah this is my third quarantine God damn it. Because of this fucking bullshit. This year, I've, this is my third time that I've had to do this shit. So fucking tired I'm of it. God you, damn it.
0: it. Look, dude, we went over this two weeks ago. You're the, it follows girl yeah. of this quarantine.
1: is fucked, man. I hate it. So tired of it, man. Been playing Animal Crossing. How's, I got that yeah, I fucking game. Ask,
0: how is Animal Crossing going? Did you catch some fish?
1: Oh, dude, I've been catching fish like crazy. Been, like, catching all these... uh Bugs and shit, building houses, fucking campsites, fucking crazy.
0: So in Animal Crossing, I saw a little, I saw the commercial for the game. It's so the little Roberta puppy dog character. That's the one that is Isabel. in Smash Brothers, right? Yes. All right, that's the one I like to play as. Nice.
1: Yeah, I was playing Smash with my brother last night, and I picked Isabelle. I was kicking his ass with Isabelle. Yeah. It's always more embarrassing when you do that. But he got a good Falcon Why? punch She's on me. That's
0: the best character to use.
1: Yeah. He falcon punched the shit out of Isabel. He got one good one in.
0: Is that a Star Fox move?
1: No, that's a Captain Falcon move. It's oh. like the big fire punch that's like really dramatic.
0: What's Captain Falcon from again?
1: F Zero. The racing game. Oh. Yeah. Animal Crossing is weird though. It's like do you you just do shit. You do, like, a little every day. Uh, you can't just, like, play straight through. You got to, like, keep coming back to it. It's, like, that kind of game. Why is that? Because it it, it uh, time passes in that game in real time. So you got to come at, like, yeah, certain times. You can
0: times. do their shit while you're...
1: You can, but it's just, oh, like, like, collecting... Specific? I mean, you can play anytime you want, but you have to be, like... Like, at some point during the day, you're going to get to a stopping point with, like things for progression and then other than that you can just like collect wood or pick fucking uh flowers or um fish and like all that shit and like that's what you you can do that as much as you want but for me i'm like getting bored Your
0: time doing that yeah i should what's the point of fishing in that game like do you eat it or do you trade it or do you hoard it
1: you you get money or you give it if it's a new one you give it to the museum so that they can put it on display it's just like a collect one of everything type game. It's not too bad though. Mm. It's like it's it's kind of fun. I mean,
0: how do you play it online with people who also have a Switch?
1: You know, I got to start doing that cuz like everybody on my friends list is like anytime I sign on it's like you have you have like five or six people that are online now playing uh, Animal Crossing cuz now I'm in America so I'm on the same time zone as most of the people I know on the Switch. So what do you
0: do you like trade? Is that the point? Of I think you. Well,
1: I don't know because like I'm in that Smash group with people, and they keep talking. And Ralph is in that one too, and they keep talking about trading like different fruits and shit. Um, apparently they have like peaches or and cherries and shit, and like I just have apples, and I found coconuts on my island too. I guess you have to do that. So I I don't know though, but I don't know why. I guess you just want one of everything.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm sure you can play it with Ralph and Mary.
1: Yeah, I should. I have to figure out like what the point is, though. I don't really understand the point of doing that. I guess because like you can't hang out in real life, so you just like hang out on Animal Crossing. Come to my island. Oh,
0: yeah. Smart. You gotta get a
1: switch. You gotta get a switch so you can come to our islands.
0: If I come to your islands on uh, in that game, can I like set them on fire and just destroy them and fuck you over? I'm not sure. I'm not I haven't been to. That that's what I would do, but that would. Probably what I would do.
1: All I do, because you can go to like randomly generated islands as well. So when I do that, I just go there and I just like fucking take everything. I cut down every tree, take every flower, <laughs> take just it, everything is mine. I just mine it for resources and just fucking never look back. So I, I don't know if you could do that to your friends, but I want to try. Invite me yeah. on your Animal Crossing. Okay, my peaches now, God <laughs> I'm going to take all those fucking peaches.
0: What's your, uh, Switch name? No, the Switch is, yeah, like, uh, a thousand... You have a, yeah, code you have a friend code. A number code. I don't know what, what my friend that? code is. How yeah, stupid it sucks. is that? Why?
1: I know, it's fucking stupid, I agree.
0: That's why I refuse to play a Switch, because that dumb fucking idea.
1: Oh, is that why?
0: That's the only reason.
1: <laughs> Alright. You gotta play Marvel Ultimate Alliance and download their shitty DLC.
0: I can't wait for that Fantastic DLC. Mm-hmm. What was that deal we made like forever ago? Check the archives. It's like Moon Knight and like what was that team I wanted? Oh, fuck!
1: I think everything but the Fantastic Four DLC without the thing.
0: Oh man, so close, so close. God damn it, Marvel! I was so close to getting your shitty yeah game.
1: They really fucked it up.
0: Did you get Doom as well?
1: Jake got Doom. He was really into it. Uh he beat it and oh, now man. he feels empty and so he'd
0: be holy shit.
1: Yeah. It's too bad.
0: Jake's gonna have to go visit your island or something.
1: I know. I'm like, I'm telling you, you can start playing Animal Crossing. He does he's not interested. I don't know why. What an asshole. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A fool. Alright. It's fucking great. He's he's looking forward to Resident Evil 3, so um I don't have to buy Resident Evil 3 now.
0: Nice. Hell there yeah.
1: That's like you telling him, it's like, cool. He's getting it for uh, Xbox One, though. So that's going to be weird to play on. I'm like, you should get it on PS4. But no, he doesn't want that. So I'm going to play the shit out of that if he can get his hands on a copy. But
0: we'll see. I'm rooting for him.
1: Yeah, me too, because I want to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, anyway. I think I'll go ahead and shut it down there. Okay. All right. See you, everyone.
0: Bye.